It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan in a room with Lars Gottridge. Hey, Bob. Nice to see you. Yeah, indeed. This this happens, uh, you know, now we're doing this once a month, so at least I get to see you at the top of every month. I, I You know, I try to come into the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have these concerts and stuff that are fun. You know, yeah, I, I saw there's this little band called U2 that I came into the office for. <laughs> they, they were pretty, I think they're going places. <laughs> <laughs> and for those, uh, this will come out before that comes out, but uh, Bono and The Edge were here and did something very special I'm not going to tell you about. It was great. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, They took up the challenge really, really well. Mm-hmm. So I like that. <laughs> One of the things that we're going to try to do is is play music like you always do Viking Choice and turn me on to lots of music. We're going to go back and forth and stuff. And sometimes it's kind of out there music. But uh, you're going to start off with something that feels like it could be on a sort of normal episode of All Songs <laughs> Considered. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for the normies, everybody. Um Bob, you didn't listen to radio in the early 90s. No, I stayed away from like that. music, like yeah. not like obviously you're listening to NPR because yeah, yeah. you were you were directing all things considered at the time. But I was listening to radio in the the in the 90s and I, I have very fond memories of like turning the radio down low late at night listening to the pop station in Atlanta, which was Start 94. And, you know, they would play things like Sophie B. Hawkins and uh, uh, TLC and um, Sixpence None the Richer and things like that. And it felt like a like a thing that I wasn't allowed to like because little boys weren't allowed to like pop music, <laughs> which is so silly. But, you know, as a young boy surrounded by a bunch of other boys, it was like, you have to like, you know. But then you dial, you turn the dial down just a little bit, and there's the college radio station, which turns you on to like this whole other world of music. Yeah, that that was what was lacking in DC, that, that died here. That's why I'd, I didn't listen to music on the radio. So the first band we're going to play is a group called Daisies, and they feel like the radio bleed through from the college radio station to the pop to like the fm pop station it's like a little bit sundays it's a little bit sixpence it's a little bit the cores or the cranberries or something like that it's it's soft and light but there there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of an edge to it and this is the song called is it any wonder The last man of a one-man band Upstairs, nobody cares We were better in love We were better in love We were better in love I was out on the weekend I was spent out on
daisies. I, I don't know them at all. They've been around a while? or They've been around for a, a minute, but this is uh, they're new to me. They're a duo. Valerie Warren is the singer. And Chris McDonald, uh, he's actually been on a bunch of bands that I do love. He's done groups called CCFX, CC Dust, <laughs> and a group called the County Liners. And uh, most of those groups were uh, with a different singer. Her name's Mary Jane Dunphy, who I really like a lot. The label Prino Records sent me a, a package of records, and uh, this was included in it. And uh, I was listening to it, and it's called Great Big Open Sky. Had a, has a nice like cowboy with his boots up on a front porch on the on the album artwork, and I'm like, what is this? Because the the song you just heard, like I said, is is like a little mix of like '90s college radio and '90s AM pop, but the album itself kind of like is a melange of like 90s trip hop and twee and punk and you can play spot the reference much in the way that uh you know that crushed album that you featured on the show yeah, recently yeah. you can play spot the reference and you're like oh i oh i hear this and so that's kind of what the the fun the fun part of it but the way that uh daisies puts everything together is just so satisfying so i've kind of like gone back to their catalog and they've made like straight up like dance pop bangers like robin and <laughs> uh but they've also done i wouldn't have heard that in this yeah like beat happening kind of like tween and it's just they're kind of all over the place so it's uh it's kind of like unapologetically pop music but kind of like the spectrum of it and uh, i i love this record <laughs> and the records are great big open sky is it out is... it is coming out may 12th uh, this is the premiere of the the first single awesome i want to go uh to anna b savage who uh npr music's loved now i think i'm gonna say about seven years uh at this point and um you fan? Yeah, I haven't kept up with her as much, so I was curious about this record. I want to hear more about it. It's quite remarkable, and uh, one of the things I love about her is the intimacy in in what you hear. Sometimes it feels like she's kind of going to whisper, like a friend is going to tell you a story or some kind of secret, or maybe you're able to like stand next to her and hear what thoughts are going on in her head when she does this sort of speak singing kind of. Th- thing mm-hmm. which you'll hear at the beginning of the song i'm going to play uh but then she's got this when she really wants to emote she's got this really potent powerful beautiful voice she's a london singer i want to play a song uh that has all of those elements in it and the song is called the ghost cool can't wait to hear it and he was like look when we used to brush our teeth, I would brush our teeth thinking that it was gonna be forever. But it wasn't. We used to notice the same things. His toenails, that little pug. But that changed, you couldn't see the grey. didn't seem to notice me deep in the ground I couldn't move I called out to you but made no sound thought you were gone but four years on you're back again stop Thought you were gone, 
put five years on your back again. Stop haunting me, please. Stop haunting me, please. Stop haunting me, please. Just be savage what'd you think i like that oh yeah (laughs) we'll come right back to that (laughs) do you want to start that over no i don't actually i'm gonna leave it yeah yeah um i I like that a lot i i have forgotten uh that anna be savage we've been following her for a while like for a number of years and i didn't realize that her debut album actually only came out two years ago, but I guess she's released a lot of EPs and singles that our team has particularly liked. And it's been a while since I've listened to her, but this felt different. This felt from what I remember about her. You know what it actually kind of reminded me of, especially when I was listening to the lyrics? You remember the uh, UK band Wild Beasts? Yeah. Kind of reminded me of them where it's like the pulsing electronics, the... Very like bravado voice and uh, kind of like haunted sexuality, basically. Well, <laughs> well because that's what yeah. the, the song seems all about. That's yeah. the song what I seem to gather from that she's haunted by this relationship. And instead of like uh, where Wild Beast would kind of like make it super sexy and a little bit dangerous, like Anna B. Savage is like really opening up the emotional landscape of that relationship. Both the intimate, very intimate part about brushing teeth together and things like that. Yeah. And, and, and texturally, what's going on is um, she's working with producer Mike Lindsay here, and the project that Mike Lindsay did with uh, Laura Marling was called Lump. Right. And so he, he deals a lot with electronics and textures and stuff, but what I love about the sound of this record, and you're saying it's different for her, I, I think it's fuller and richer, obviously, but also I think his technique or their working together technique 
is much more purposeful. Like when there's an effect on the voice, it's not to just put an effect on the voice through the song, but there are moments in the song that really punctuate the kind of message she's trying to tell. And mm-hmm. it's so easy. Uh, I, I play with electronics and that stuff all the time, and it's really, really easy to just put something on and there it is and just leave it on and and effect wise I'm talking about but if you could just find that moment and if you go back and listen to that song there's these deep vocals underneath her vocals there's little delays at moments that just feel just right uh, I've only uh, gone through and listened to this full album the full album uh, is called In Flux uh, and it just came out only once I need a good deep dive into it. Uh, there's much to be heard, so Anna B. Savage. Uh, yeah, I need to I need to listen to this album. I like that song. Good, and and so uh, <laughs> in my wonderful job of uh, running the board while we have a conversation, we got a little peek into something that uh, <laughs> was right. very now, different. And now for something completely different. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> Bob, I, I feel like I should just introduce the band, and then we need to we need to hear the song. <laughs> Everybody, this is Pest Control. <laughs> Pest Control. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The name of the album, Don't Test the Pest. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah, Don't Test the Pest. 11 songs, 22 minutes. Wow. The song we heard was called Total Distraction. And I know nothing about them, so, (laughs) but yes. Pest Control, a band formed basically near the beginning of the pandemic, um, where it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I don't have anything to do. I want to start a band. You know, (laughs) that seems to be the mode. Pest Control is based out of uh, the UK. They were members of the band that were in other like-minded thrashy bands, and so they came together to put together Pest Control. And uh, I remember the demo being great <laughs> and so this is the debut album here's the thing about thrash so the, the thing that pest control does is uh specifically called crossover thrash so crossover is basically where uh, hardcore and thrash meet okay so what's what would be the difference because i uh, the speed yeah this the the speed sometimes like the the oomph of it <laughs> if that makes sense uh, crossover tends to be more fun I guess is is like a way to think about it um, instead of like devilish. I don't know <laughs> anything message wise. It is... no, not no, particularly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes crossover kind of gets uh, labeled as party thrash, but that's not always like the case. Okay. Um, the subgenre of metal, like you, you can 
can get into the weeds very quickly. Point being, this band from the UK, they take kind of like the best parts of American thrash bands like Slayer and Metallica um, and kind of like infuse it with the kind of like the more hardcore inter- underpinnings, especially of Slayer. And then you think a little bit later with uh, Power Trip, RP, Riley Gale, Miss You All the Time. Okay. Thrash is very easy to get like technical too quickly and kind of like lose the urgency and the heart behind it. The way that like riffs quickly move from one thing to the other and how they will stop and take a breath to kind of like pound on the floor for like 10 seconds and then go right back into it. Mm-hmm. It's very artful and uh, crafty the way that pest control uh, puts those parts together uh, in a way that is very fun. Like I'm going to describe the album cover to you. It's it's uh, giant alien bugs uh, dissecting a human. <laughs> so like intestines are coming out. Mm-hmm. The human appears to still be alive. You know, <laughs> it, and yeah. all the lyrics are about basically that the human race are the pests. So the aliens have come to like take us out. Basically, <clears throat> which is a very yeah. '80s yeah. thrash yeah. kind of like thing. Uh. <laughs> Amazing. So, Total Distractions, a song, Pest Control, uh, is a group, and it's out. It's out. It's out. <laughs> I, it's it's I, it's been out for a couple of weeks, and I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Awesome. Uh, we have to take a break, and uh, here we go. <laughs> but when we come back, look a little more serene, maybe more thoughtful mm-hmm. side of. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the, I had to I had to bring bring something heavy yeah, and fast yeah. to the show. There's blood flowing in parts of uh, my tips of my fingers and toes that weren't doing. Watch that out before. for that buck behind you. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to all songs considered from uh, NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Quicksilver Card. You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. Whether it's headphones, a lounge chair, or even a well-deserved massage, you're the hero. No fighting bad guys or parachuting out of buildings. Simple, isn't it? The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan, and here with Lars Gottridge. And uh, Lars, I don't know if you've heard this yet. This is, um, I want to play Neil Gaiman. The writer, I, I know I know his comic books mostly. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. So anyway, uh, he's teamed up with uh, this string quartet. So one of the things I love about life is how one thing can lead to another. Like something, you do something and you unexpectedly... Years later, turns into uh, something completely different. And um, so here, Neil Gaiman, who's a writer for, as you say, uh, besides the comics you love, uh, The Sandman. Where Dead American it? Gods. And yeah. basically, like, some of, the, some of the most beloved and important literature of the last couple decades. Yeah, and, and here, he's a, a lead voice on this album that he did with uh, this group foreplay. F-O-U-R-P-L-A-Y, mm. uh, string quartet. <laughs> um, they initially met backstage at uh, the Sydney Opera House. Uh, the quartet um, was commissioned to write uh, a soundtrack to Gaiman's novel, uh, The Truth is a Cave in the Black Mountains. And uh, to shorten a really long story, uh, they fell in love with this project and decided to make a record together. It's storytelling with a, with a soundtrack in, in a very beautiful way, so... I'll play something called In Transit. Cool. Sweated under foreign skies To see the stars behind the sun So space and time were now undone Reality was undisguised found 
the many in the one. We stare at photographs, but none could show the mind behind the eyes he saw, the stars behind the sun. Not with a sword or knife or gun, a simple picture severed ties. He found the many in the one. Light bends around us, so we run. As gravity reclassifies the stars we saw behind the sun. see the world beyond the skies, to touch the mind behind the eyes, to find the many in the one. He showed us stars behind the sun. Anyway, retiring in the awkward sense. Retirement will never be an option. The gruff gentleman with the cap who understands what the numbers mean remembers a bicycle ride when he was younger. The smoke of the cigarettes he does not smoke kick at his lungs, mixing with the buzz of the booze he doesn't ever drink. A convivial pint after the ride into the country gave him such a thirst, and afterwards they lay on their backs in the stubble staring up at the stars together. All the stars. Countable as the words in a Bible. Countable as the hairs on his friend's head. All accountable, and that is why they never truly touched. The shadow of prison, or disgrace perhaps, moving between them like the shadow of an eclipse. And in another life, at another time, to see the stars behind the sun, he takes his photographs, fighting the cloud cover, becoming the thing that happened in Principe when he proved that the German was right, that light had weight. Half a year after the armistice, a popularizer, but not courting popularity. Somewhere, a boy is counting stars. Somewhere, a man is photographing light. Somewhere, his finger strokes the stubble on another's cheek. And for a moment, everything is relative.
Wow. I, I didn't uh, at first know what that song was about. That's Neil Gaiman speaking, obviously, and the four-play quartet uh, backing him. Uh, it's a, a tune that's about the uh, astronomer uh, Sir Arthur Stanley Eddington. He's the person who proved Einstein's theory of relativity and studying the stars and so forth. And so if you want to rewind and go back and listen for that, because it was beautiful poetry, but I couldn't make the connections. Who's the German he's talking about and all that stuff. So right. it's really amazing. Spoken word over music is always a tricky proposition for me. Mm-hmm. It, for me, it always runs the risk of like William Shatner doing common people. Um, <laughs> Meaning sounding like a spoof? Or or just kind of like, just like talking dramatically uh-huh. over a tune, right, you know. Right. No shade to William Shatner. Love William Shatner. Right, right. But like, that, that's the thing that like uh, often happens for me um, with spoken word. Uh, if spoken word is going to be part of a song, I only want it to be a snippet of the song. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be the whole thing because the, the spoken word highlights the thing that you want your listener to hone in most on. But I, I will say this. I, I'm curious about this record. I do like the way that the arrangement played with Neil Gaiman's cadence uh, here and there. And he would sometimes the, there would be like a, a, a pizzicato that like hit directly into his cadence. And other times they draw out those strings and give it a little bit of noise to emphasize what is happening or to give discord to whatever's happening at the time. Lots uh, of discord at the end. Yes, I, I was into that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you glaze and, and go into another world and come back for yes. the rest of the show. Uh, so the album from Neil Gaiman and Australia's four-play string quartet is uh, coming out at the end of April. It's called Signs of Life. I'm eager to dive in and, and listen to the stories. Uh, he's such a good writer and and the imagery is so beautiful. So where are you taking me? We're kind of going to a lot of different places uh, at the same time. Okay, uh, I'll pack a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> the Mohammed Satari Trio released an album in January that I, I just came across recently called Istelal, um, which... Can uh, I spell that? It's... Uh, they spell it... Uh, I've, seen, I've seen several uh, oh, okay. spellings of this word. Uh, it's an Arabic word i-s-t-e-h-l-a-l and it's the act of making something haram or forbidden but making it halal permissible and this is a trio members from iran uh india and romania and from syria wow and the the instruments are uh, the tar which is kind of a, a long stringed instrument with sympathetic strings tabla uh, and percussion and uh, oud uh, which is what Mohammed Zatari plays. And so the, they're bringing together all of these worlds and traditions, uh, and I believe that the group is based out of Germany, making this absolutely beautiful, incredible music. There are lots of really great songs on this album, but uh, I had to pick the one called Black Tea, because I am, I am the. Tea. You know, I saw that and wondered about that. <laughs> okay. I, am, I am a, I am a tea drinker. I'm a tea, tea nerd. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Thank you. 
Ah, so wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black tea. Black tea, a, 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 a beverage I enjoy quite a bit. I came across the Mohammed Zatari trio because uh, I follow this label called Zera, um, based out of Germany, um, on Bandcamp. And they reissued the Malim Makmuganya record that he did with Pharaoh Sanders. Oh. Um, and they did a, a Master Mu- Musicians of Jigduka. Uh, reissue yeah. as well so like my jam yeah, you know right. it's like it's like oh okay yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm with you i'm with you and it's this thing that i think i've talked about on the show before is like you learn to trust record labels uh and you you see their taste and I'm like oh yeah i, I get mm-hmm. it and so uh i've been following the the label that they do a lot of reissues uh and this is one of their first like new artists i just immediately fell in love with this music because uh a, I, I love music that takes from different cultures and traditions and uh, and respects them, but messes them up. <laughs> and I even I read an, an interview with Muhammad who said, uh, you need a reference and creation to start from, but the future for someone is a tradition for someone else. Yeah, nicely like, put. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, yes, exactly. Thank you. And the, the piece that we, I, I picked... Uh, Black Teen, there are actually several iterations uh, of this composition. You mean on the record, on the album? On on YouTube. I, oh, I, oh. I was curious. So I was like, I want to see them play. Yeah. And there are a bunch, so there are a bunch of, there are a bunch of like nice videos on YouTube. You can watch them play their instruments. And is there one for this song? Because if so, we'll put that up. There's, there are several different versions. Like there's earlier versions of this song uh, that have like a different percussionist, not on tabla, and a different string instrument besides the tar. And I like those, but I love what the the tar player, her name is Sarah Islami, the tabla player is named, and uh, I'm going to do my best okay. with this name, Avatat Kasanda Huni. They bring so much light and energy to this composition by Muhammad Zatari that was sort of there in the the earlier versions, but there's a cut that happens about halfway through. I was like, I know that rhythm, but I don't know what it's called. And Muhammad actually explains it in this interview where he's like, it's the Dabka rhythm. And basically the Dabka rhythm is... comes from the Middle East and what it does it basically gives it a little spurt of energy it's like a, it's kind of a joyful little dance that's what the song was missing but it was basically his new bandmates that kind of like changed the song for him awesome. like in the process of composition so can we put a video up of the of the three of these people playing it is there one of those who yeah yeah performance yeah, yeah. video great well, let's do that because that, that'd be kind of cool i'd like to see that too and are all the songs instrumental on this record all the songs yeah. are instrumental most of them are written composed by muhammad satari but there are also some interpretations of uh, egyptian and iranian composers as well cool so i'm going to take us out on a trio uh very different cultures mixing in this trio vijay Iyer, the composer piano player, amazing jazz musician that uh, many NPR listeners have heard lots of over the years, Arush Aftab, uh, who's a singer whose Vulture Prince record uh, was just a favorite of all of ours and still knocks me out. That Tiny Desk Home po- concert that she released is so, so, so good. Yeah, yeah. And with her on that was uh, Shazad Ismaili, who's also uh, playing on this record in this trio that the three of them have done. Uh, he's a drummer at times. He's a guitar player at times. He's a bass player, whatever. He, he, he does everything, yeah. I think uh, on this one, he's probably doing all the textures and layers that are going on here. Uh, it's a while before you actually get to hear Rouge Aftab start to sing, but that's okay because you get like sucked into this uh, this beautiful world. This is the opposite of pest control. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it's the opposite of pest control. It's about nine minutes long. How long was pest control? Under two minutes. <laughs> the, the, it takes a while for things to develop here. How long did pest control take to develop? Uh, seconds. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so the name of the project for this trio is called Love in Exile. And we're going to go out on the tune To Remain, To Return. So uh, Lars and Joy, always good to do this with you. Thanks for having me again, Bob. You're welcome. And Fair uh, Power Music, it's all songs considered.
Jare 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 